0: Hi friends. Thanks for joining me today. In this episode, I have a really insightful conversation with Anne Hintz, just talking about the trauma that she's experienced in her life, how she became aware of how that was affecting her as an adult and the tools that she used to change and grow and produce amazing results both emotionally and in her physical body. I can't wait for you to listen in. So grab your cup of coffee or tea and let's go. Welcome to the business of inner peace. I'm your host, Erin Jean, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's pretend we're sitting in my living room, enjoying a cup of coffee or tea and getting to know each other just a little better. That's what I love. I love getting to hear your story. I love feeling connected by the spirit of understanding that our stories bring. Today, I'm sharing some of my story, but I hope someday soon, you'll be telling me yours. Listen, I know that you're feeling overwhelmed with life and nothing is exactly how you'd like it to be. Your marriage is not what you hoped for. Motherhood is harder than you imagined you've lost yourself somewhere in the mix of responsibilities. Well, if you're ready to bring some more peace and joy into your life, reconnect with God who made you and start living a life you love, then grab your cup of coffee or tea and let's dive into today's show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm super excited. I have another amazing guest today. Anne. Anne was actually 19 years old when she woke one morning to finding her mother was dead in her bathroom. Ooh, I'm like, it's hard for me to even read that, Anne. <laughs> 20 years later, the tears from that trauma were still just under the surface. And Anne found a simple technique that helped her release these emotions. But when she went further, she could now put her awareness inside of her body, which is super cool. And she's changed the bone structure of her skull. She has grown about three fourths of an inch at age 56 Anne has found that seeking out our truth, what we truly feel and accepting those feelings is the key to inner peace and as you know, that the podcast of the business of inner peace, that's what we are all about. So I'm super excited to have Anne on and allow her to share her story with us. Welcome,
1: Anne. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love the name of your podcast. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I know, especially as an entrepreneur, it really like fits for me. I'm like, it is business, but it's about peace. <laughs> all the good things. Yeah. Um, so i'm super excited you your bio kind of touches on some of the things that happened in your childhood but i'd really love for you to just elaborate on that in any way that you want and maybe share how you can see the connection of that programming from that particular you know part of your life how it started to come to play in your adulthood
1: Okay. Yeah, we do get programmed in childhood, but we don't realize it's happening as we're going through those early years in life. So I had quite a few traumas happen, and most of us do, Then, definitely not worse than many people. But I was born with my right foot up against my right shin, so my Mm -hmm. whole body was kind of twisted when I was born already. And so I had physical therapy for the first six weeks of life, and then I was handed over for adoption. So given away from everything that I knew into a new family that had just suffered a trauma because they already had a a two-year-old that they had adopted. And then they adopted another little girl and they had her for a little while. I don't know how long it was exactly, but the birth mother changed her mind and they had to hand her back. And I was the replacement in the family for that loss. So obviously my mother wouldn't be able to, to connect with me quite the same way because she was afraid my birth mother would do the same thing yeah so that was my start
0: (laughs) yeah that's Uh, heavy
1: yeah and then we moved around the world my dad worked for an international corporation and when i was nine we lived in hong kong at that point and i was sent to boarding school in england which is a long way away and i was sent to my brother's boarding school which happened to be a boys boarding school Oh, so I was the only girl boarder. There were some day girls that would go home at the end of the school day. And then I was left with all these nine through 13 year old boys. And I was teased mercilessly.
0: Mm. That
1: was not a good time. Yeah, I'm like, yikes. (laughs) And then in my teenage years, both of my parents were alcoholics. My dad already had a very short temper and we were very used to walking on eggshells. and uh so that was really a hard time i remember saying to myself i'm living in hell i mean this was so bad Mm. and then i had the trauma of finding my mother dead on the bathroom floor that was kind of the culmination but all throughout childhood we never talked about anything that happened um you know we tried to not let other people outside the family know what was happening with the alcohol and such we just kept it all inside and I kind of when i moved out to the states from england when i was 21 i was hoping i'd left it all behind yeah i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> yeah unfortunately we keep it all inside we're really good at packing it right <laughs> we are yeah just suppressing it and keeping it all down and i tried many things over the years you know i i was always on a search for something i didn't really know what it was i just wanted to feel better but Nothing really worked, and, and I didn't really know what I was searching for, really, until I was in my late 30s. At this point, I, I was married. I had two young boys. I was a stay-at-home mother in a pretty good situation. Everything was reasonable, yeah. um, but I had a business altercation with a couple of other mothers, and these mothers were self-confident, self-assured, authority-type women to me, in my mind. Yeah. And they told me, who was this very scared mother on the inside, they told me I'd done something wrong and that's when my mind just spun out of control I could not stop it spinning just going through everything what I'd said what they'd said what I'd done what I could have done differently all the different permutations over and over again for three days
0: yeah
1: and that's when I realized okay this is not normal most people don't do this they're not as reactionary as I am yeah and I realized it felt a little bit like how I would react when my dad would tell me I'd done something wrong yeah and that was the first little inkling that oh maybe there's something from childhood that's still affecting me to this day which is so funny to think back on right because there was so much from my childhood still affecting me but that was just the little opening that little idea that maybe there was something there and maybe i could do something about it
0: yeah Ah, uh, amazing! Yeah, that's the thing. You're right. There's so much. Your entire childhood was affecting everything, but our level of awareness uh, to it. And I love that um, question. Like, what's the the pivotal point? Because we all have it, and you know, sometimes what helps your mind find it is just the questioning. When you start asking questions. You know, like if life seems beautiful and going smoothly, but if you get into that space of starting to question, like, how could my childhood be showing up? I guarantee you, your subconscious will start bringing some answers.
1: (laughs) Right. As long as you know to ask that question, or some of us go down this really, really dark path until something (laughs) has to break through. And yeah, that's what it was for me. I didn't actually ask the question. I just... I just realized it just felt like how I'd react. And it was just so bad. I knew I had to do something at that point, but I didn't know what to do, to be honest. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that is
1: my next question as well. Then what did you do? Well, it was kind of in that time frame that I went to a doctor's appointment and he was a holistic physician. He was also a parent at my boy's school. So he knew me outside of the doctor's office and he knew that I was in a pretty good situation. Yeah. (laughs) And um, he recognized that I was more stressed than I should be given my situation. So he asked me on a scale of zero through 10 what my stress level was. And I said eight. And then he asked me why. And it was that question that made me realize, oh, it was finding my mother on the bathroom floor when I was 19, because Mm. the tears were still just under the surface. All these years later, I had not dealt with anything. And he happened to know this technique that is called EFT, which is short for emotional freedom technique. It's also called tapping because we're tapping on places on our body, the ends of the meridian systems as we're talking something through. And I know you're familiar with it.
0: I'm yes. such a fan. I'm such a fan, but I love <laughs> when there's another fan. <laughs>
1: um, so he tapped with me about my mother's death for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from that appointment being able to tell the story of her death in my mind for the first time ever without the tears. And that's when I realized that we hold those memories and those emotions physically inside our body And that we can let them go yeah it's so good (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was the start but i didn't necessarily realize that that wasn't a fluke you know i'm an engineer at heart i was a software engineer i like to know things work before i spend my time on them and i wasn't sure you know that was just a one-time thing it was with someone else could it be a fluke so i wanted to try it out So I learned everything I could about it because it was given away for by Gary Craig for free online. So anyone can learn how to do it. It's very easy and very simple, which I think is why some people overlook it. They don't think something so simple can be so powerful, Yeah. but I wanted to try it out. And at the time I had a 17 year old cat at home and his kidneys were starting to fail. And I'd been told that I had to give him a daily saline shot, like an injection of saline solution. Yeah. first time I gave him that shot, my hand was shaking so badly because I hated injections, hated needles. I was afraid of hurting him. So I thought, okay, this is a good thing to try it out with because it was a very small issue. I mean, it was big at the time, but you know, relative to my life, it was small. Yeah. So I tapped about it. I tapped about every aspect, which is something you do with EFT. So I tapped about my hand shaking. I tapped about my fear of hurting my cat and I tapped about all the injections I'd had over the years because I'd had a lot because we lived all over the world. And the next day when I gave him that shot, the needle slid right in. It was so easy. And I realized all that fear that had been living inside of me the day before had totally disappeared. And that's when I realized how powerful or deceptively powerful even it is. and that those emotions are just energy that is stuck inside the body and if we can if we can access them and release them then imagine what that could do because it was such a change from the day before so that's when i really started using it on a daily basis
0: that is so amazing and i'm curious so you you shared that your journey like it doesn't end there right that you you have been able to create so much more within your body what was the thing that like why did it not end there for you
1: because it was a journey and what i realized eft is doing so let me backtrack a little bit so i started using it every day when i felt myself becoming emotional Uh that's the first step right is noticing when we are becoming something becoming angry frustrated sad whatever And you can do something about it. So then I would tap about it. And I noticed I was becoming less reactionary as time went by. And I wanted it to go faster. I wanted more and I wanted faster. So I wrote down every emotional memory I could think of from my childhood. So all the big traumas, all the little traumas, all the phrases people would use. And I tapped through one each night for an hour to an hour and a half each night on one big thing. Wow! over the weeks and the months, my mind started to become quiet. And what I realize EFT is doing it, it's opening up the subconscious mind, right? It's allowing us to look inside at our subconscious mind. And as it does that, our awareness, our self-awareness expands. So when I started the journey, I, I was not aware of my emotions during the day because I've suppressed everything so well. Yeah. But as I did more and more, I became aware of my emotions and then I became aware at a deeper level of the physical sensations underneath the emotions. So if we're, maybe if we're frustrated, we're actually holding tension in our body in specific places. Mm -hmm. So I can feel frustration in my solar plexus, maybe a little bit in my shoulders, my neck. When we become aware that level, right? We call the emotion. So I would say I'm frustrated, but what I'm really noticing on a deep level is where I'm holding tension. Mm -hmm. So if we can become aware of that tension itself, at that point, I didn't feel like I needed to tap anymore. Because I had developed the power of focus or focused attention. So I could focus on the tension itself. To do that, I call it feeling your feelings, which is kind of an obvious phrase, but it's not as easy to do as it sounds. Yeah. Because i would suppressed those emotions for so long, those feelings, they didn't know how to just be felt. So I would feel that tension and just allow it accept it not try and suppress it or express it just to feel it and i would notice it would shift and then Mm -hmm. i'd think the thought again that had the emotion and feel it again and just allow it to release and i'd do that over and over again with the same thought until all the emotion had disappeared at which point the thought is free so something like i'm afraid of making a phone call right if there's fear there i'd feel the fear Over and over again until that thought, I'm afraid, until that thought, I'm afraid of making the phone call, no longer has any fear left inside. And then you're free to make the phone call.
0: Okay. So here, I'm like, maybe you could walk me through this because I've been noticing, I want to say for like a year, I've been noticing through the day my shoulders lift. And I, I'm building up so much tension, right, between kind of, like, the bottom of my ears, that part of my neck, down into my shoulders. And I've been really aware of noticing it. And so, like, ooh, I'll tell myself, drop your shoulders. Like, take a breath, right? But it keeps happening. And I haven't been able to make the connection of, like, what is making the shoulders lift. So I'm kind of curious, like, how would you guide me to because it's like all throughout the day, no matter what I'm doing, driving, walking, talking, right? What would you say would be a good first step for just like that piece?
1: Okay, so that's perfect. So let me just say that it's a little bit different than what I was just talking about, because I was talking about more emotions. Okay, yeah, this is more physical tension that, that you're not aware of what the emotion is around it. Yeah. So there isn't a thought that you can hold on to, like I'm afraid of making a phone call. Yeah, yeah. It's just physical tension. So with feeling the feelings is the way I did it, and I had to work out how to make this work because I said everything had been suppressed for so long. And what I realized I had to do was hold myself like a statue to keep in that feeling until it had kind of run itself out. So I would. If I was you doing this this work, I would not say to let the tension go, not to relax. I would actually hold myself in that position of those tight shoulders, mm-hmm. right? To so stay in that position, but hold my breath. Stop. Hold myself like a statue. Notice that tension in my shoulders and my neck, and just feel it. So that could involve even talking to it. So you know, saying things in your mind like, "Okay, I can feel this tension sitting there in my shoulders. I can feel it. It's okay. I just want to." F- feel you i just want to allow you to be you're just tension I just want to allow you to be felt then at some point you'll need to take a deep breath obviously because you've stopped breathing yeah <laughs> and then and uh, that's when the shift normally happens there's a little bit of shift and then you do the same thing again feel the shoulders in that tense position talk to it hold your breath so you don't actually take a deep breath You don't let your breath out. You hold your breath where it is when you're feeling the tension. Okay. Because in the past, you probably stored it there by holding your breath in that position. Mm -hmm. And so now you're finding the same position again, and you're just allowing that tension that you stored there to be felt, and it releases. But it takes doing it over and over again, a little bit at a time,
0: noticing it
1: each time and just allowing it. And over the times, over the days and the weeks doing that, you should feel a noticeable release because you're actually releasing the tension in the connective tissue.
0: Okay. And so just always allowing it to be never asking it a question, like never trying to wonder why it's there, just kind of allow it?
1: Often as you're doing it, a memory will pop up into your mind. Okay. Because it's very much like EFT where you're just allowing yourself to feel the emotions or to experience whatever it is you're tapping through. Yeah. You're just doing it at a deeper level of self-awareness. You're just accepting it. And with EFT, a thought will often pop in your mind, right? A memory, as the subconscious mind opens up, the same thing happens at the physical level. The memory that was stuck there will often pop in your mind. It might just be a place memory. So you might just realize where something happened, but not exactly what. Mm-hmm. You could, if you wanted to ask a question, but I found that that isn't necessary because you're, you're working at a deeper level as it is because the physical is a deeper level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, the physical body literally is our subconscious mind, right? Absolutely. It's that yes. the portal to it. So whatever happens physically, you know, it is having a connection to something in the subconscious. It's like. I always say all that my clients like this is how your body is speaking your subconscious is speaking to you it's it is your body so that's cool so I'm kind of working it in a little bit of a different order but it sounds like your process was after really allowing the emotion you started to notice the tension in the body and then allowing the tension to just be right just noticed it
1: yeah and again I was really determined to go fast <laughs> so at night, well, I, I stopped using EFT during the day and I did more of this work. So I would stop at the kitchen sink if I if I noticed I was thinking a thought that was emotional. I would stop there and do this work and then carry on. And then at night, instead of doing my tapping, I would lay on the sofa and I would bring collective traumas to mind. You know, something like we all went through 9-11. We all mm-hmm. have our own personal experience of what happens during that time. So I bring those memories to mind and just allow the feelings to release. And it was really powerful. Um you know, it's amazing still to me how much we store inside and we just don't realize it because we've just moved on with our life, but it's still stuck inside. Yeah. But during that period, at one point, I noticed after I'd released the tension, and I was working in my abdomen at the time, after I'd released the tension, my awareness stayed inside where the tension had been. After I had released the tension, which is, is really hard to kind of explain. I
0: know I'm like, what? <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> so the way I try and explain it is imagine you have a toothache or a stomachache. You can pinpoint with your mind. You can sense, you can feel where that pain is coming from. Yes. Yeah. But once the pain has gone, you can't find the place again. You can't feel where it was cause the pain has gone. Mm-hmm. I found I could. I could keep my awareness back inside my body. And I didn't really know what I was doing at this point. This was all new to me. I'd never heard of it before. But I started to move my awareness around inside and see what I could find. And I noticed I could find the difference between tension and no tension. So I'd find a place that had tension. And I would do the same thing. I would just focus on it, allow the tension to be, allow it to be felt. And it would shift a little bit. So then I'd do it again and again and again. And so I started moving around my torso, it was kind of fun. And eventually, and it took many, many months, I can't remember exactly how long, but eventually I could get inside my head. And that was huge because there was so much pain and tension inside my left cheek. It was unbearable. I could only focus on it for maybe a second. It was just so intense. And that's when I realized how much we hold inside because I believe that was there from when I was born with my right foot up against my right shin. Mm. I think that whole twist is part, I don't know where it began exactly, even to this day, I don't know, but there was so much pain in my left cheek and it had been there 50 years and I had not been aware of it. Mm. So then I just kept doing the same later. thing. I've got this technique now, right? I could focus on it just allow it to release, focus again and again and again. And at some point I actually heard, because I'm now by my ears, I heard and felt something release and it sounded like old fabric ripping. Oh, it was scary at that point. I didn't know what I was doing. I was out at the time, but I came home and I did some research and I realized, okay, it's an adhesion in the connective <laughs> tissue. Please excuse my dogs.
0: No worries. <laughs> an
1: adhesion in the connective tissue that was releasing. So okay. Okay, I'm not hurting myself, so I just continued. And you know at this point, I feel many, many, many of those releases every day, but it did get to the place where I could actually feel my skull bones relax. Mm. Now, I hadn't known they were not relaxed before, right? Until they relaxed, and then I could look back and say, okay, well, clearly they were tense before, now they're more relaxed. But it wasn't until I got x-rays taken in 2021 and they were just my orthodontic x-rays. I hadn't thought anything about them in the past, but I'd been feeling these changes, so I thought it was interesting to look at. Yeah. So then I looked at them compared to ones from eight years prior, and I could see that my eye sockets had shifted. My jawbone had been way off to the side, and it's now much more centered. And my neck is straighter than it has ever been because it's always been kind of crooked, so.
0: So out of curiosity, I'm like, one, I keep thinking, what was your husband thinking this whole time? <laughs> like, you're like every night checking out, doing all of this stuff. Was he just thinking you're a crazy person or what? Probably.
1: Yeah. I remember at one point saying to him, I'm on a journey. Don't try and stop me. <laughs> <laughs> so he hasn't. I mean, but he hears my you know, my neck cracks so many, like a hundred times a day um, because I do this work it's so i mean subconscious it's so automatic now I do it whenever I'm driving when I'm walking when I'm sitting watching TV I will be doing this work and releasing that tension and my neck will just crack over and over again as it's just straightening things out
0: that's so fascinating and what about like your orthodontist did they say anything
1: <laughs> no no he thinks it was all due to him and absolutely was not.
0: <laughs> oh, how funny. It's like the fantastic work I've done here.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, so um, it really, and I just want to bring up this book because so much of what you're talking about reminds me of that book called "Except." no, no, it's called um, Whatever's in the Way is the Way. But, and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes because I don't even remember the name of the author right now um but it really kind of is this principle of learning to accept what is rather than fight against what is and to me your journey sort of sounds like that at every step of the way it was more of an acceptance of what is rather than fighting or trying to change it would you agree
1: right because that is where inner peace is it's it's But a lot of times when people do that, they kind of almost suppress, right? So this is not suppressing, it's noticing what is, what you're feeling, allowing it to be felt so that then you can stand in peace with it.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think it's that, I was just going to say that clear example of what I was saying with my shoulders. I'm noticing it, but that I'm telling it what to do, which is not accepting it you know
1: right very much along the lines of the positive thinking a lot of people you know use try to use positive thinking these days but when you're trying to think a thought that is not naturally coming to you you're you're suppressing the actual thought you are thinking and that thought has energy
0: mm-hmm. so if
1: you could notice that thought and allow it maybe tap through it you're allowing the energy of it to release and i know it's really hard to believe but once you've done that enough the thoughts no longer come
0: yeah yeah for sure i can i can attest to that too (laughs) (laughs) so what does now that you've and i'm imagining you're still on a journey because i think for all of us there's really never an end it's just a continuation and it you keep discovering more and more but where has your journey led you right now as far as you know how you
1: help other people? Well, mostly I'm sharing my journey and sharing the understanding that I've got because personally, I don't know anyone else who is able to do this at this point. And so I want people to know. And to me, it's an incredibly powerful thing that, that I can do. I'm still blown away every day of what I can do inside of me. So if I can do this, anyone else can do it too. They just have to have the will to do it. So I'm sharing that. I'm sharing that knowledge as the best ways I know how. And, you know, I've got many videos on YouTube that go into detail in this information. I've also got my book and I put out a workbook recently. So you can dig deep into your past and and find all those inner wounds. Because what I've realized is it's, all connected, right? My journey started with words, right? And stories, memories that happens, but it's gone all the way into the body. And it, it's all one and the same. Those memories have a physical dis-ease inside of the body. So now I can access the dis-ease directly, but you can also access, access it through the words and the memories. It's all <laughs> working um, through the body. So if we can do this inner work and we can find inner peace, when we're, when we're at peace, we're attracting peace into our future. So the more of us that find inner peace, the more peace we have in our future.
0: Yeah, I do believe that there is a collective peace to this where um, when we're all doing this type of work, we can collectively make huge changes in the world that we live in because of that.
1: Yeah. So I, I keep searching for things that I can work on. So when I was going through some of this early journey, I did not listen to the news Mm -hmm. because I had inner work to do, but now I've cleared out a lot of my stuff. I'm back to listening to the news and noticing how I feel when I listen to it. What am I pushing against or what are the emotions that are coming up? And then I work on those. So I can get to the place at some point, I hope, where watching the news can be a totally peaceful experience. It's going to take a while to get there, but
0: i, like, I don't. <laughs> good luck, Anne, that sounds really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> I'm definitely not there. I'm with you. I'm Well, I'm just like in my journey where I don't need that in my world. If something really important happens, I'll
1: find out. somebody will tell me so let me just give an idea there because sometime down the road you'll realize just because you're not listening to it does not mean it's not there right so Mm -hmm. in some ways that is a, a different way of suppressing yeah what is actually there and at some point you may want to start looking at it but whenever you're ready
0: yeah I love the invitation so you've got your YouTube channel, you've got your book, and you've created a workbook. Do you ever lead groups of people through any of this?
1: Yes, I have done. Um, and I am putting together a video series from the last full day one I did. So hopefully that will be ready soon. I also work sometimes one-on-one with people. I have a an 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time call every Tuesday that anyone is welcome to come and chat with me and ask any questions, so um, that's available for anyone too. And I'm fairly active on Facebook, that's the one um, social media platform that I'm fairly active on.
0: Awesome, and have you, with the people that that you have worked with, has anyone gotten to that place yet where they are able to kind of notice inside of the body?
1: Yes, it's so fun when they do, yes. I, I have a friend who has managed to feel inside physically inside yes and it's fun to hear her talk about it because it's really hard to put into words
0: yeah <laughs> so I'm like
1: just, so to have someone else put that into words too it's yeah it was fun
0: that is really fun well you know I trust you when you say if I can do it we can do it but on the other hand I'm like what if you're a prodigy or something <laughs> <laughs> It sounds amazing what you're able to do like I'd really like to experience it because I can't what you're describing is sort of hard to imagine. Um,
1: yeah, I realize that. I, I know if it was me 10, 15 years ago, it would have been hard for me to grasp what I'm saying now too, but mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully it will just encourage some people to go further, right? A lot of people are doing some of the work, yeah. but if someone's really determined to change, then I just encourage you to go further and do more and just open up that subconscious mind.
0: Yeah. What a beautiful journey. So before we go, do you mind telling us, you know, the name of your YouTube channel or how we find you on Facebook?
1: My YouTube channel is just my name at Anne Hintz. Um, My website is annehintz.com. Facebook is Anne Hintz Wisdom. And is that about it? Yeah. My book is called A Pathway to Insight because I believe this is the original meaning of the word insight, right? Inward sight, it makes total sense to me.
0: (laughs) It it does make sense to me too.
1: Yeah, and my workbook is a pathway to insight workbook.
0: Yeah, it's funny how when you start looking at words like that, there's actually a lot of words that make sense in that way, even just like disease that you're saying, right? It's literally dis-ease.
1: And the word become be whatever you are being is going to be coming to you so this changes who you are being
0: so what yes. comes
1: to you is different yeah
0: ah uh, i love it now our brains are going to be looking for these words all day <laughs> <laughs> so fun well and it's really a pleasure to get to know you and your story i really love hearing just how everyone's path and journey looks and it's my hope that whoever is out there listening today would just be encouraged to take a step, whatever it is, because just like Anne said, we all have all of this just kind of buried within us. And, um, you know, it's not meant to be life isn't meant to be that way. We're we're meant to live in joy and peace and This is a part of of getting there, even if all of our paths look a little different. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. May God richly bless you. And I hope that you feel seen, known and loved today and that you found something really valuable. Thanks for listening and join us next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're feeling blessed by the content here, the number one way you can show me is by leaving me a written review of the show. I'd be forever grateful. Knowing that you're out there listening helps me know that I'm truly living out God's purpose in my life. The other thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode, share it with a friend, or better yet, tag me on your Instagram stories. Remember, you are seen, known, and loved. May God richly bless you today. All my love,
1: Erin Jean.